It's November 9th, 2023, and these are your headlines. I was at the Capitol this afternoon. You know there's actually two big committee hearings going on in the House. As they have the fourth special session over border security and education, specifically looking at the education committee, talking about their omnibus school choice proposal. You know, it's very interesting. We talked about this new compromise plan that the governor's put out that the House members, some of them at least, seem to be behind, that puts billions of dollars of new spending into teacher pay raises, public schools, etc. And yet those groups are still coming out and opposing it, right? Uh, some of them have said that there's no amount of money that would ever be enough. We'll talk more about that uh, later. But first, a group of Democrats in the Texas legislature are calling for a ceasefire as Israel fights back against attacks from Hamas. In a letter to Texas Democrat Party Chairman Gilbert Hinojosa, Democrat State Representatives Ron Reynolds, John Bryant, Terry Meza, and Anna Marie Ramos asked the state party to urge President Joe Biden to call for a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. They said, it is our moral and humanitarian obligation to advocate for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. A ceasefire is the first step towards bringing about the much-needed calm that can pave the way for dialogue and peaceful resolution. They continued and said, for generations, the Palestinian people have endured the hardships of occupation and it is incumbent upon us to reaffirm our commitment to a sovereign Palestinian state living harmoniously alongside Israel. We must actively facilitate the resumption of negotiations and dialogue. Meanwhile, here in Texas, we've taken numerous steps to show support for Israel since the start of the conflict over a month ago when hundreds of Israelis were kidnapped or killed by Hamas. Governor Abbott distributed over $4 million in grants to 31 Jewish organizations that will support physical security enhancements and other security measures And of course, two days after the conflict began, he issued an executive order prohibiting every state agency from purchasing goods produced in or exported from the Gaza Strip and from any organization or state actor with ties to Hamas. And just last week, Governor Abbott visited Israel alongside Texas, uh, alongside Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt, saying that Texas has always and will always support Israel and the Israeli people. Hinojosa, so far, the chairman of the Democrat Party, has not responded to those lawmakers' request. Eight people have died as a result of a major car crash caused by a suspected human smuggler attempting to evade police. Just the latest story where you see the actual human toll on the crisis at the southern border. Yesterday morning, a suspected human smuggler driving an SUV full of illegal aliens hit another car head-on while trying to evade Zavala County Sheriff's officers in Batesville, right here in Texas. According to Texas DPS Lieutenant Christopher Olivares, the suspected human smuggler was driving eastbound and attempting to pass a truck tractor semi-trailer in a no-passing zone. The other car was driving westbound, was hit head-on, and upon impact, the vehicle was engulfed in flames, killing the two occupants. As a result, two Americans from Georgia, five illegal aliens from Honduras, and the human smuggler from Houston died. This is only the latest in these heartbreaking stories. Last summer, one of the deadliest human smuggling cases in modern history took place near Lachlan Air Force Base in San Antonio. More than 40 illegal aliens were found dead in an abandoned tractor trailer. Later, it was revealed that the death toll had risen to more than 50 deaths. 
Lastly, some real-life implications from those constitutional amendment elections earlier this week. The Chief Justice of the Texas Supreme Court will be forced to retire next year after voters rejected a proposed constitutional amendment to raise the state's mandatory retirement age for judges. Proposition 13, which would have raised the retirement age from 75 to 79, was voted down in Tuesday's election with 63% of voters opposing the measure. All 13 other proposed amendments were approved. Now, while many may speculate as to the reasons why the proposal failed, and perhaps our uh, octogenarian president might have something to do with that, the practical effect will shake up the state's highest civil court, the Texas Supreme Court. Chief Justice Nathan Hecht, who was first elected to the court in 1998, will turn 75 next year. Hecht was re-elected in 2020 to a six-year term, but because of the mandatory retirement age, Hecht must now resign next year, leaving open a position to be appointed by Governor Greg Abbott. And as of our reporting at texasscorecard.com, Hecht did not respond to a request for comment. You can find more stories from today at texasscorecard.com.